0: Story is Sleeping Beauty by the Brothers Grimm In times past there lived a king and queen who said to each other every day of their lives would that we had a child and yet they had none but it happened that when the queen was bathing a frog jumped out of the water squatted on the ground, and said to her, Thy wish shall be fulfilled. Before a year has gone by, you shall bring a daughter into the world. And as the frog foretold, so it happened. The queen bore a daughter so beautiful that the king could not contain himself for the joy. He ordained a great feast, Not only did he invite his relations, friends, and acquaintances, but also the wise women, that they might be kind and favorable to the child. There were thirteen of them in his kingdom, but because he had only provided twelve golden plates for them to eat from, one of them had to be left out. The feast was celebrated. With all splendor, and as it drew to an end, the wise women stood forward to present the child with her wonderful gifts, one bestowed virtue, one beauty, a third riches, and so on, whatever there is in the world to wish for. And when eleven of them had their say, in came the uninvited thirteenth burning to revenge herself. Without greeting or respect, she cried with a loud voice. In the fifteenth year of her age, the princess shall prick herself with a spindle and shall fall down dead. And without speaking one more word, she turned away and left the hall. terrified, and the twelfth came forward, who had not yet bestowed her gift. Though she could not do away with the evil prophecy, she could soften it. So she said, the princess shall not die, but fall into a deep sleep for a hundred years. The king, being desirous of saving his child even from this misfortune, commandment that all the spindles in the kingdom should be burnt up. The maiden grew up adorned with all the gifts of the wise women, and she was so lovely, modest, sweet, and kind, and clever. No one who saw her could help but love her. It happened, one day, she being already fifteen years old. And the queen rode abroad, and the maiden was left behind alone in the castle. She wandered about into all the nooks and corners, into all the chambers and parlors, as her fancy took her, till at last she came to an old tower. She climbed the narrow winding stair which led to a little Rusty key sticking out of the lock. She turned the key and the door opened, and there in the little room. that that twists round so briskly, asked the maiden. Taking the spindle in her hand, she began to spin, but no sooner had she touched it than the evil prophecy was fulfilled. She pricked her finger with it. the horses in their stalls, the dogs in the yard, the pigeons on the roof, the flies on the wall, the very fire that flickered on the hearth became still and slept like the the fell from the trees about the castle, and then around the place there grew a great hedge of thorns thicker every year, until at last the whole castle was hidden from view, and nothing of it could be seen but the vein on the roof. A rumor went abroad, in all the country of that beautiful sleeping Rosamond so the princess was called, and from time to time many king's sons came forward and tried to force their way through the head, but it was impossible for them to do so, for the thorns held fast together like strong hands. The young men were caught by them, and not being able to get free, there died a lamentable death. Many a long year afterwards, there came a king's son into the country, and heard an old man tell how there was a castle standing behind a hedge of thorns, and that there was a beautiful enchanted princess named Rosamund, who slept for a hundred years, and with her the king and the queen. the young man said, Nevertheless, I do not fear to try. I shall win through and see that lovely Rosamund. The good old man tried to dissuade him, but he would not listen to his words. For now the hundred years were at an end, and the day had come when Rosamund should be awakened. When the prince drew near the hedge of thorns, it was changed into a hedge of beautiful large flowers, which parted and bent aside to let him pass, and then closed behind him in a thick hedge. When he reached the castle yard, he saw the horses and the brindled hunting dogs lying asleep on the roof the pigeons were sitting with their heads under their wings and when he came indoors the flies on the walls were asleep the cook in the kitchen had his hand uplifted to strike the scullion and the kitchen maid had the black fowl on her lap ready to pluck then he mounted higher and saw in the hall a whole court lying asleep above them on their throne slept the king and the queen. He went still farther, and all was so quiet that he could hear his own breathing, and at last he came to the tower and went up the winding stair and opened the door of the little room where Rosamund lay. And when he saw her looking so lovely in her sleep could not turn away his eyes, and presently he stooped and kissed her, and she awakened in the yard got up and shook themselves the hounds sprang up and wagged their tails the pigeons on the roof drew their heads from under their wings looked around and flew into the field the flies on the wall crept a little further the kitchen fire leapt up and blazed and cooked the meat the joint on the spit began to roast The scullion, such a box on the ear that he roared out, and the maid went on plugging the fowl. Then the wedding of the prince and Rosamund was held with all splendor, and they lived very happy.